0: Hey, welcome to STS. This is a show where we talk about things going on in the world of parkour. Both of us have been practicing parkour for a long time, and we hope that we're able
1: to provide insights into the world of parkour that you wouldn't get anywhere else. In this episode, we talk about studying parkour videos, what we're doing with YouTube, training around injuries, and parkour tourism.
0: This show is now ad free and we would really, really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend. Also, please remember to drop us a like, leave us a comment, and without further ado, let's get into today's episode. No new videos this week. Um, Not one. Come on, guys. I told
1: you. I told you. What'd you tell me? I don't know. I think I told you that all of the videos that were coming out were just end of the years. It's just.
0: Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Uh, what um, what came out? What came out like beginning of the year, or or do those count as end of the year? Cave Five, yeah.
1: Came out. Um, maximum effort came out. The Beans, uh, Homesick came out. So there's like, I think there's probably some videos out there that are coming out, but we're just not in the know. there's, there's actually one that I cool haven't enough.
0: seen, and it keeps coming up. That I haven't seen it.
1: Uh, which one?
0: Do you want to take a guess?
1: Nine to five. No, I don't know what that see? is. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, there's lots that we haven't seen yet. uh, uh Kippa. Oh, you didn't watch Kippa. Okay, no. I, I watched Kippa.
0: Why, what, uh, what? Uh, we just skipped that one?
1: Yeah, totally skipped it. Sorry. No
0: Whoops. love from Canada for Kippa. Not true. Will I'm you sure, talk about Kippa? No, we can't right now because I, don't, <laughs> I haven't seen the video. Keep go. up um, pronounced. On, on the subject of videos, though, this is actually something that I was thinking about recently, and I, I wanted to ask you. Do you spend much time re-watching videos? Um, and, and if not now, did you was that part of your parkour practice Huge early on?
1: Huge part of my practice early on. Huge. I would rewatch videos and I, and I actually used the. Was there like a favorites function on YouTube? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there was a favorites. And so you could kind of, like, you can add videos to your favorites. And I basically had a whole, like, list of. I think I might be able to still access it. A whole list of videos that I favorited mm-hmm. and I could go back and rewatch. And now that just completely gone it's not times haven't changed <laughs> my uh my parkour practice has also changed so i mean mm-hmm. it's not surprising but i was obsessed yeah. and i wanted to watch every single video that came out and and i had an opinion about every video well that hasn't changed but <laughs> but i i definitely had like a list of videos that i was able to keep track of and then i would frequently go back to that favorites list and rewatch videos from there
0: mm-hmm. and so why, why, why do you think
1: that stopped? Ooh, this is uh, my seat, on a, spot, on a... My seat here. just got really warm all of a sudden. <laughs> um, why did that stop?
0: While, um, while, while, while you, while you uh, uh, sip on that for, for a moment, um, I, I wasn't a big uh, tape watcher like I what we're calling well how old are you <laughs> well okay so this i'm just borrowing a term from uh, i know i know it, from well from other sports because yeah. they'll say like oh we watched the we watched tape, tape watched the tape yeah. um and and just i actually consume a fair bit of mma content that it is involves tape watching you know just like figuring out a fight what one fighter did what the other fighter did what worked and then just the concept of that that fighters and coaches are doing that themselves, going into things. Again, this is a parkour show. uh, Yeah, but
1: this is (laughs) so, it's so different. Parkour Mm. is so different in that respect, is like the videos that come out are basically artistic pieces. That's true. And it's not the same as like, I'm trying to get an edge on Mm -hmm. an opponent.
0: That's true, but within the artistic pieces, and and it is a problem with if you wanna learn something, uh, because it's gonna flash by in a video without context, without seeing multiple, att- that's why like attempts. When people post attempts, it actually can be super helpful and important for people that do watch because you can see that. I just don't. I don't think that's in the culture. I don't think people really buy into it too much. It's more if you're looking at attempts, you're just enjoying the ride of the story. You're not so much looking at like what someone is doing wrong attempt to attempt. But it is actually something that I've wanted to. Dive into a bit more um, because, well, I know more about what's happening <laughs> physiologically or or biomechanically with people now more than I did when I started parkour. I can tell you the reason why I didn't so much when I started parkour was was because I was more just competitive. Oh, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I would watch videos and just be like, I think I can do everything i am seeing there or I can work up to it. And so I would watch I would rely a bit on I had some I had some actually really good training partners that watched a lot of video and would basically find things and we talk
1: about it. But, by not mm. I think by not watching videos, you even like since you said you're because you're competitive, but mm. by not watching videos, you are had a competitive disadvantage. Oh 100%. Yeah. Like I, I attribute a lot of my growth in parkour to being obsessed with watching parkour Mm -hmm. and um and okay so to come back and answer your question why i think i stopped is because the focus of my practice is not on innovation as much anymore whereas early on in practice it was like every single video had something new i could learn from it Mm -hmm. and now it's not that there's like people aren't doing things that are incredible or people aren't doing things that i can't do yet or probably will never do it's just that my focus is of my practice is such a in in such a spot where i don't feel like i'm gonna learn as much from watching videos now for instance like like caveman 5 isn't innovative in anything they do it's just really co- a cool watch well, like there's a cool
0: i know i, I know you do, you don't really mean that word there but um <laughs> i mean in terms of in terms of the individual movements like they're not yeah, tech, there's, there's no, no technical innovation yeah, they yeah. do
1: jumps they do kongs mm-hmm. they do you know they, mm-hmm. they do the, the the gamut of traditional parkour skills and they didn't they're not it's not 2000 seven when i first fell onto the scene of parkour where if i were to see that back then it would be i would be studying every little piece of it because i can't do half of the things that they're doing and still can't do many of the things they're doing because of well largely Mm to do with the spots but but a lot of what i saw back then was i'm learning new skills whereas nowadays I'm, it's not so much about learning new skills. It's more about how do I apply the skills that I already learned and that I've already learned. And a lot of that is like, maybe it's like spot usage. Maybe, maybe I just learn something from Caveman 5 or Capstone or these, these mm-hmm. videos. But uh, to a much less degree than I did in 2007.
0: Yeah, I think I, think I pick up more watching, uh, I guess watching people that aren't as good because I can, and it's a skill set that I've enjoyed developing is just being able to pick up on like a very, just watch a rep of something and know what's not happening that that, that should be happening. But it's, it's just, I don't know, it's, um, it's a skill set that I don't think I make enough time for to like really dig into, like to, to watch, to watch the, you know, just the very fine details of someone who's really good. But one of the issues that can come from that, too, I guess, is if someone's really good, there could be other things attributed to that beyond, like, technique. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times someone will uh, – I've even had, you know, back and forth with people I'm trying to give advice to where they'll say, like, oh, so-and-so does it like this. And I'm like, yeah, so-and-so is quite special. <laughs> you know, uh you can't – you know, not, not everyone's going to – have a uh, a jump that looks like a tim champion or a lache that looks like tim champion maybe be a better example because he has other things about his own like physiology that are working towards that and it's not just about his his specific technique although there are things that i'm sure you can pick up on and it's just yeah it's just something that i think i i'd like to Try to put more time into, but as you mentioned, it's difficult because everything that comes out isn't showing like a practice, You know, like uh, it could be easy on a sport because you just film a whole practice. You know, a coach yeah. goes out, films the practice, da, 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 okay, and then goes back and watches, watches the practice, watches what the players are doing. You get a whole game. You know, it's it's the kind of thing that actually um, watching competition footage we could probably do yeah. off of. You know, like yeah. if you if someone were to <clears throat> pull up a uh, uh SPL <laughs> and and wash through the an <laughs> <plug. laughs>
1: that, that little throat clear <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was actually the shame I was clearing that the was, shame you're clearing the shame out up. of my throat uh but to yeah if out. you were to pull up uh any any SPL video and you know slowly go through like attempts you could probably probably pick up some nuggets from there because that's where You know, there's not a a lot of editing or only showing of the best attempts at the best angles.
1: So, um, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it, but this kind of what I found interesting with Beans. Mm -hmm. Was what they're doing is so different and like out of the norm that there's so much you can learn from watching it. Whereas, um, you know, watching a more traditional parkour video, I'm going to learn less from. Uh, but, but, but my, again, my focus is my practice, like if I, if I was more of a flip based athlete and I was interested in style, I'd be, uh, I'd be watching and rewatching beans. I'd be watching and rewatching maximum effort. I'd be watching and rewatching everything that Ellis does Mm -hmm. because the level is complete, is changing. There's new skills coming out every single day that people are posting on Instagram, so, um, and and I, as a, an appreciator of movement, will watch those and be like, wow, cool, but I'm not going to go and, like, study it the same way that I did in 2007 or 2008, 2009, um, of when I was first learning parkour, and I was trying to learn everything, every single thing about each technique.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're trying to collect the skills. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, yeah that, i think that's largely why i don't watch it anymore and and i i mean i I can appreciate art and I can watch it mm-hmm. um I can watch some films but i also sometimes i just you know i don't want to rewatch a million times the same the same movement um, yeah
0: it's it's hard too with like our you know our job as coaches as well because we're not coaching at an elite level and i think if we were to get an elite elite level where we're not the, coaching
1: people at the elite level
0: yeah i mean there's there's bits of it there's bits of it for sure because we have you know some athletes at the gym that are advanced to elite level and we're training with them uh we're coaching them sometimes on some things and a lot of times because we're the we're the older guys they're looking to us for advice on things right but yeah it's just not quite the same as like if if that's what we were doing all the time, like if that, was, if that was like the 40 hour a week job was like design protocols and practices and everything for a group that's either trying to make the best parkour videos or win parkour competitions, it would, it would probably look a lot different. Um, so m- most of our, yeah, like I think most of it is just focused on, and I think it's why it comes easier to me is like I can watch videos of, of uh, anybody and if they're not doing something at an at elite level, like maybe they're advanced or below, I can pick up right away on things that they're missing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but it's much trickier to do with, with elite parkour performers just because there's not, there's not a need for it. Yeah. Um, although those videos prob- would probably do pretty decent though. What do you mean? This is like, I think, I I think well, I think even on our own channel, like if we if we post a video about someone who's elite and are analyzing how they're able to do. But even like um, you know, like a Theo Danchek where it's like Verky's biomechanics finally explained or whatever, like those kind of things, even if the video isn't very good, it doesn't really matter. I think people are interested because they think there must be some sort of secret. Which is which is like a whole other topic, but it's like, I think uh, I think in general, people are drawn to uh, trying to recreate or understand what someone who who is elite at something is trying to do because they think that they can unlock a secret and use it themselves. But that's actually really the case. Some it's usually just because the person is quite gifted.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting because that's not. I mean, I'm not denying that that's a big part of like that might actually be a reason why somebody watches it. I think actually a lot of the reasons why people watch those types of videos is because they're fans of those characters. It's like like uh, I'm thinking back to my days when I was like super into like punk and pop punk and things like that. And like there were some bands I consumed every piece of content around. them. Oh, give me one blink 182 for instance blink when i was, one, oh. when I was in middle so that's school like, that's like
0: pop punk well too. i got super i got
1: I, I got super far away from blink 182. All right, I'm did they recently def- get back
0: together or i'm something gonna defend too?
1: myself for a second hold on before you start judging me um a lot of their content you know. <laughs> a, a lot of their a lot of so i got into into listening to Blink when i was in middle school so i was quite young um, and then eventually I kind of like grew out of like the pop-punk phase and I went more into like the grungier punk stuff, mm-hmm. um, more underground stuff. And But like, but Bling way 2 stands out in my head because it's like, because they were big enough that they had like DVDs produced around them and they had uh, DVDs. <laughs> I don't know if anybody <laughs> even knows about it anymore. Um, <laughs> I feel so old. Uh, but yeah, so they had DVDs. Um, around them and, like, video, like, tons of content that, like, you could buy. And I would consume everything that they did. And it wasn't always, it's not just because, like, wow, they're so artistic. I got to figure out how to be on that level of artistry, like, with my guitar playing or whatever. No, it was more just, like, I love the characters and I want to know more about them in general. And so when people make YouTube videos that are about Verky or Tim Champion or you know, uh, Storer or any of the any of the big characters in parkour, um, I think it's just, it's largely because like, oh, I like that character and I mm-hmm. want to know more about them.
0: So you think there's like enough of a following of certain, I struggle to call them celebrities, but in some ways like, especially, I mean, Storer definitely has entered a celebrity type status. There's there's people that are interested enough in them that they just want to see. They want to see more all the yeah. time. They want more. Um, I almost think of it sometimes as like when I, uh, again, uh, I am just keep making this an MMA show. Um, but like, oh, there'll be certain fights or fighters where an announcement gets made and I just want to see every video and every take yeah. on it. Like yeah. there was a recent, uh, like just even recently in the last week, there was a you know, rematch. Israel Desanya versus Alex uh, Pereira is happening again, and I just wanted to see every video, everyone's take on on what that on means. On the rematch, right? and yeah, like um, who's gonna
1: win, or yeah, or what's like, is is the outcome gonna change, or what do they even think about the rematch happening and not somebody else getting the fight? Yeah, and
0: I wonder how much that's gonna change too, as as like competition gets into parkour more, because it it ultimately will. Like there's there's a Precedent for that, but also just like room for it in in parkour right now where competition will get bigger. There'll be more of them and then there'll be, you know, celebrities they get or <laughs> athletes that get boosted up through through competition. And then people will be looking for more video or more content from those specific people. I think we're still quite a long way away from that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, the deeper we get into like AI technology, the less likely that's going to happen. <laughs>
1: But, yeah I don't know we'll, we'll see, see. We'll see. Uh, I don't know I don't want to talk about AI um, will uh, AI ruin this, parkour we asked ChatGPT to give us topics for STS and this is what it gave oh, us oh
0: we should do that yeah we should maybe uh, next week we should do that one yeah okay that'd be a good um, one
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, you're watching in real time um, Renee and I figure out how to where to take STS <laughs> well no I mean I think
0: I'm actually I was kind of relieved a bit this week that there's no that there was no video like to to yeah. really zero in on because because as much as I think those uh those episodes do do probably get more views for us and things it's just not like sustainable because we can't always talk about a video also I just I feel like we're always uh, saying like kind of the same. Like the the criti- the criticisms are usually the same, and the the praises are usually the same. Yeah. So it's just it's just kind of more of the same, you know. And and it doesn't allow I guess us to really focus on trying to have like conversations about things that we might even you know 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 more about or or be able to speak on more. It's just about what's uh what did you like about this video what didn't you like and yeah (laughs) on to the next one
1: yeah I mean for content around how to like things that we know more about we just put out a role video
0: we did yeah that was that was quite a bit of work um I don't want to say like it's kind of funny because I remember the days of anytime someone would put out a big tutorial in parkour I feel like there was always a talk about like how long it took like it was never just like here's our new tutorial it was like this took a long time and this took like a fair bit of time but i was also pretty happy with how quick we were able to get it done
1: yeah well it's it's there's the the the, the thing i struggled with the most with this video was there's so much about a shoulder roll that you can you can go through like Like you know, when I am coaching a class, I am picking and choosing how I'm gonna approach the the lesson, and then based on the the real time feedback I'm getting from the people in the lesson, I'm gonna potentially shift it. It's like, oh, this person's crushing it; they're already doing five of the things that I was gonna mention, so I don't need to mention them. Great, Um, I'm gonna move on, or I'm gonna, or oh, this person over here isn't getting it. I'm going to have to break this down even further step by step. So it's in in the tutorial, it's like how much of that information do we include in it? And just watching it back today, it's like, ah, there's actually even more that I would almost wish I wish we would have included. Oh, we could have had one more shot of this. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm like really happy with what we came up with because it's a very clear breakdown on how to learn the shoulder roll. And while there's certain topics or or parts of it where I feel like, ah, oh, well, we may, have, we could have elaborated more there. We could have included one or two more cues here. It ultimately is going to be a great resource for people to go back and look at, if you're a coach, or if you're a student, or if you just need to brush up on your shoulder roll skills because you are in pain all the time and you're <laughs> developing a roll bump. Um, so, yeah. I'm very happy with how it came together. I thought you did a really good job in the edit, and um, yeah, we we had some some comments so far about what people want to hear us talk about more. But
0: yeah, tutorials take a bit longer, and that's why we don't put them out too much. Is because yeah. uh, as I, as I mentioned, like I was you know happy with how quick we we did it. We kind of listed out some ideas one week, or just like a quick meeting, and then. And then we, the next week, we just started, started filming it. We, you know, recorded for two days and then edit. And it was just like, uh, yeah, it was a quick, quick turnaround. Um, but I just don't think we have enough time in a week to to do we that can't sort crank of thing. This out super. I mean, yeah. we,
1: we can crank it out like, yeah, we can't crank it out this regularly.
0: Yeah, from like ideas, concept uh, to actually done. So, so we just we have some some videos that just don't don't take as long, like a vlog uh vlogs can be like really tedious to edit i, I often loathe doing them but <laughs> they are they are they don't take as much time because you're you're just shooting you're documenting what's happening and then you're going back and you're just you're just cutting just making it shorter essentially
1: yeah you're trying to tell the story like yeah in a tight way
0: yeah instead of like coming up with the order in which things should happen yeah and then, yeah and then recording it there's a bit more planning that goes into like a good instructional video and i think this is one that there's been other stuff we've put out in the past where you know it's out there and then after even like a couple days i'm like ah we could have done better yeah (laughs) but this one i feel like um yeah i mean i feel i feel like this one's gonna stand the test of time i don't think it's something that
1: it's not going to be like the last video we'll Well, make on the subject what's but. (laughs) I was just going to say, we tried to film a role tutorial like months ago, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and I was very different. I was supposed to edit it and you were like, yeah, how's that role tutorial going? I'm like, I hate it. I don't (laughs) want to. We need to redo this. Mm -hmm. We need to do a better job. And I'm super glad we ended up doing like just redoing it because I think what we ended up coming up with this time was leagues above what we did the first time yeah. but I almost feel like we needed to have that experience in the oh, first okay. one to realize no no no, this we can't do a, a tutorial like this yeah.
0: I guess this is a bit of like behind the scenes too for for anyone who's been kind of keeping up with what we're trying to do on YouTube is is we're we're just trying <laughs> we're just trying stuff and uh you get what you get <laughs> but but I, but I do think we're getting better um some of the getting better is is uh just being able to, to do things quicker. And I think like a year ago even, was it was it about a year ago that that we kind of decided to, it was about, it was about a year ago that we decided to make the push to maybe a little more. It was
1: like October, I think. October yeah. or September of the previous year. So it's been a year and a couple yeah, months. Because
0: when we opened the gym, it's like we, we got the YouTube, we started putting out some stuff about the gym. You know, we had the whole like mixtapes that would come, but we didn't really have any consistency or strategy or anything with it and then yeah I guess a year or two ago was we were kind of like revisiting it and some of the some of the videos that we started with were just like no almost no editing so if you go back and like look at some of our coach explained where I think the some of the coaches explained videos that the content is it's good but there, there's a lack of editing and a lack of um I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's not even editing. It's just that we, a lack of planning. Like, we're just, we're just going to, we're just going to talk about this because we know how to talk about it without taking breaks. But
1: I mean, the goal, I mean, what we're doing with Mm -hmm. YouTube is essentially trying to translate all of the knowledge and experience we've gained over the last decade or two into like to an audience that might be interested in, Mm -hmm. in learning about parkour in some fashion and whether that's somebody who's already coaching, somebody who's been practicing for a while, somebody who's brand new, we want to try to reach them with, with the better, um, with maybe, I don't know, information about the the topic that they're interested in, in some fashion. And so what are we most expert in? We're most expert at coaching. I mean, we've been coaching for, um, you know, at origins since, since the beginning which has been 2012 i guess mm-hmm. um so over a decade of yeah. coaching
0: yeah i mean i started coaching in 2006 mm-hmm. I started getting paid to do it in 2006. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's a long time ago uh but yeah it, i think uh with those those early videos too it's just it's just getting started um and i mentioned this before we started recording today that, that one of the big motivations for it was was that I, I was consuming a lot of YouTube content that was just like talking head type content, like very little editing, just someone, you know, there's, you, you yourselves watching this, I mean, th- this, is, this is talking head, right? This is, we're gonna be talking for an hour and some change here probably, give or take, and, and uh, there's not gonna be any editing, there's gonna be a little bumper at the beginning, some at the end, and you know, just everything in between and
1: or they might not even be listening to this on youtube they might be on spotify yeah, or yeah. apple podcasts or but, whatever. but
0: specifically on youtube i was l- looking at a lot of talking head content and i was just thinking you know what like this this could happen in parkour there could be this sort of thing in parkour mm-hmm. and then i think you started saying like oh it would be better if we were actually like in the gym able to move a bit <laughs> yeah, and talk yeah. about some of the things and so we started like i think one of our first ones was like just talking about our love for step vaults yeah, and so, so you can go back and find a video where we just spend 25 minutes like geeking out on <laughs> on step vaults, Vault. <laughs> and some of the early comments like people would approach me and and be like, "Oh, it was really good. I really liked it." But you guys maybe should do some cuts in there. Yeah, it's kind of long. It's kind of long. And I was like, "No, you don't get it. Like this type of content exists. Like you wouldn't be complaining if this was about fitness or if this was about um, celebrities or or uh, politics or something. You would just be consuming it and you know not be." bothered by it you're just being critical because you know this is clearly DIY <laughs> but um not not I mean every every uh, YouTube video is DIY but uh you, you get what I mean like it was clearly like a novice attempt at, at doing something like that or a first attempt and then we kind of kept rolling with it and I think the difference now is um I mean personally I know I've got way uh, faster at editing and so so that's helped a lot uh I think I, I think we've uh, also basically freed up some of our our time from from coaching so so neither of us have as many like coaching shifts as we did like a year or two ago and yeah so the focus is on on uh on this on but,
1: media. We're we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. but we're still coaching yeah well we're still coaching and that's that's super important yeah because because well, because i mean man we've been doing we've been coaching for so long but i mean i've said this to you before mm-hmm. but man i every year i still learn something new about about how to co- approach a skill, or mm-hmm. every week, or even some of the more junior coaches, I like they'll do something, and I'm like, "Oh, that's a brilliant way to break that skill down." Mm-hmm. So there's there's still you know even after so long of doing it, um, there's still a lot of learnings that are happening, and that's actually one of the one of the you know one of the things that I'm hoping hoping that our YouTube pursuit is going to translate to which is hey everyone sorry for the interruption we want to remind you that sts is ad free so please share this with a friend so we can reach more people leave us a like and without any further ado let's get back to the conversation continue to like document those learnings Mm -hmm. and a lot of this is like legacy kind of um kind of things it's like you know if i (laughs) mention this to you if I if I got hit by a bus tomorrow, mm-hmm. like all of the information in here about how to coach a step fault or how to coach a roll or how to coach a climb up, or any any parkour skill is gone with me, mm-hmm. um, unless like some other coach knows about my methods or thoughts around it, or we document it on yeah. video or, or audio or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or, written. or
0: media media lasts forever, yeah unless someone hacks our youtube and <laughs> <laughs> deletes <Don't lead> <laughs> it uh, but yeah me- media media lasts forever and it's it's um yeah it is kind of the thing that you know I would encourage um I always try to think about this too like some of the people that might listen to STS or watch this kind of stuff is they um i think parkour feeds to uh, a lot of like entrepreneur minded uh youth right or um maybe not youth, young adults, whatever, uh, that you know, attach onto this, attach onto this activity, this hobby, this passion, and they invest a bunch into it. And then it, it kind of just starts becoming more than the, the physical pursuit. And they're thinking like, what else can I do with this? You know, and, and opening up a gym, coaching, that's like one avenue. Um, but I think there's just there's tons with media like I think even channels like like Jimmy the Giant like well probably not the best example now he started off as that like he started off very promising Is like I'm going to tell stories about parkour and then <laughs> but, but like that's that's what it's you know it was it was really cool to see when he started and you know maybe it's not too late I like I would love to see him get back to trying to tell more stories about parkour I think I think he ran to some of this. I mean, it's, it's hard to do a weekly video. Like, it's hard to... Like, he would run into the same problems we have trying to have a conversation about parkour every week, which, yeah. you know, we're, we're doing now. It's like, oh, cool, there's nothing really new popping right now. We got to tell... We got to figure out some sort of conversation. But I don't know. I, I think he could do it. I think he'd probably be sacrificing maybe some view count because it's very easy to just pull from other subcultures and make videos. But it was really cool to see that, um, that someone would... Just take the storytelling, because there's, there's there's still tons of untold stories in parkour. Yeah. There's still untold untold topics, and you know uh, he clearly had a knack also for planning out a video and editing it and everything. And yeah, it would be cool to see him get back to that. It would also be cool to see someone, fill, uh, someone else fill those shoes. You know? Yeah, um, it's really it's really awesome that like Josh. That, uh, yeah, uh josh Doe is like doing um you know he's kind of found his um his voice through through the format that he's choosing to do like because he had a podcast that he was doing weekly and it just wasn't you know wasn't picking up uh and he's just found like okay maybe if i shorten this and i can fit in jokes and like just edit them so that they actually hit and everything that he now has something that's very consumable that people are very excited about and it's uh yeah it's freaking awesome like i, yeah. I just want i think and I there's definitely <laughs> room
1: for more of that type of i mean it doesn't have to be the same format but yeah. there's more there's there's room for people to grow in parkour in other ways yeah you can look at outside I, again, of being no, look a at, pro athlete look at whatever. any
0: other sport too like, look at any other sport and you have um you know i could say like uh sprinting there's so many like sprinting and plyometric accounts on instagram on youtube on like just people doing the same thing but they all find kind of their own audience because they're they're speaking about things a little bit differently so I, i just think there's there's so much room in that to be filled in parkour just particularly just through media if um if people aren't just like afraid to get started turn a camera on and just start trying to do it and be consistent you know like we talk about like you know make the, the oh, you said like what mr Beast says and you know it's like make 100 videos yeah and you'll you know you'll learn something along the way and probably get a bigger following because of it because you just keep doing it
1: yeah this is true you can affect more people um well what was the other thing I want to talk about? What a what a, what a topic. Yeah. I, well that was a big I mean, we weren't even planning on talking about YouTube at all. Yeah. But I think I mean par-
0: Parkour has lived on media since like its inception, really. Like that's what that's what spread parkour and that's what well, continues to spread. Especially
1: especially YouTube. Like yeah. when YouTube came around, it was such a powerhouse in getting people into parkour. It was it was the reason I got into parkour. Um I know it was I know you were pre-YouTube days. Yeah, I know. Um, downloading them zip files <laughs> on the forums. Uh-huh. Um, I was I was a forum kid, but I, I was at the point where uh where YouTube was. Yeah. Actually, um 2006 was when 2005 or 2006 was when YouTube was started. Mm-hmm. And I first watched parkour in 2006 on YouTube. Yeah.
0: Just thinking, like, because you were talking about creating, like, a playlist and everything that you would, or a favorites list that you would yeah. watch through. And I think I'd already, I I guess at the time, I had already felt like I had a grasp for, like, the fundamentals. And so, I was, you know, we're just training and stuff. And like, I had that competitive my, which I've I had multiple rude awakenings that, that I was like nowhere close to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I always I just remember just telling my my young self so many times that uh you know whatever uh any athlete from wherever was putting out, if like someone put out a video and there was a bunch of huge Kongs and stuff, and I'd be like, oh well like that's only that only seems like a foot further than what I'm doing. I'm sure I can you know work up to it. If I just go train hard tomorrow, I could probably <laughs> do that but yeah plenty of rude awakenings but but i think why I, um i probably didn't watch as much tape as i'm going to say again at that point uh was because like early on it was um a lot of the first like david bell videos and um yeah anything that i could get on <laughs> download a zip file of like those videos uh early on we watch again and again it was just it was mostly for like inspiration not so much for technique breakdown at the time right it actually took a while for me to do parkour and even think of it as like a technical thing. I don't know if I told you this, like I think I did before. Where like there was, I I recall in the first year of doing parkour, um, we were we were looking back on some footage of like a couple of the guys just jumping off something, and like one of my friends like turned to me and he's like, you know, it looks better when like you bend your knees when you land. <laughs> like this is this is the infancy of of. <laughs> of technical thought that was going into parkour when when i
1: started spoiler alert it also feels better <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> oh that's so crazy yeah <laughs> um
0: but i think yeah one of the other things i wanted to, uh, i don't one of the other things i wanted to talk about today uh that i mentioned to you was just um uh i've just had some thoughts about injuries recently mm. um and i guess like I don't, I don't want to frame this. I, I guess there, there's a lot that goes on because because Parkour is this thing that again like mostly lives on media, uh, lives on lives on Instagram to some extent, and there's nothing that allows an athlete to or that that forces an athlete to show up, right, and perform. So so for example, if you were a, a parkour athlete and uh i mean this affects uh, this affects store story you hear about all the time right yeah. where they gotta put a weekly video and so you you kind of get to know which stores are injured which ones have things going on have you, you seen
1: have you seen this week's episode no i mean i didn't Mono's watch it on. but have yeah. you seen it like pop up in no,
0: your, no no What what's on it
1: they're doing like backflips mm-hmm. and the loser has to eat a ghost pepper or something What does this tie into vote injuries? Or are you just thinking that? (laughs) They're not doing parkour. (laughs) They're just doing standing backflips. So it's like clearly, it's like, I don't know. This Mm -hmm. might, it it just feels like, uh, this feels like a very clickbaity kind of um, um, video, but it's also very far away from parkour. It's kind of like when they did the, we're jumping, or we got stuck in quicksand video yeah Yeah. and it was like (laughs) i actually watched that video and i was like this was this was mildly entertaining but there's zero parkour in it Mm -hmm. so um it's uh it's just kind of you know was everybody injured that week did they just have no ideas Mm. were they just like this will be fun and we'll you know yeah but yeah like they're they're all having to show up so you know seven of them at least there's a lot of them Mm -hmm. but they're all having to show up every week and essentially perform at a high level
0: Mm -hmm. um well like think, think about this uh think of a crew of seven here and it doesn't have to be guys that hang out all the time just just seven seven people No, and you seven can do it i can do i can i can yeah. i can think of i can think it's ten i can think it's ten yeah uh, particularly if it's not um this actually dawned on me the other day because like uh like rodrigo was in here he's back on this side um we had like michael hill we had ari um up from um, bellingham you know so if you kind of spread it out a bit and like it's there's Matt's actually
1: bellingham yeah yeah i know but, it, so. but it's
0: but it's close enough that like you know and, and he's he's the type of guy that is uh is willing to come up here like once a week to do stuff but um so so pick your team of seven in your head, <laughs> and, like, do you think that that team could put out weekly content if that was, like, their job?
1: No. You Okay, why not? Because, because talking to a camera is a skill. Okay, but not, I, 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 mean, <laughs> I, I mean, like, yeah, yeah,
0: but, like, store, I don't okay, think okay, store is uh, very good at that. I just, I just mean in terms of...
1: Pretend for a minute that's not the case.
0: Yeah. And it's been in terms of of continuing to do like somewhat high level parkour, um similar to what store does, and then the occasional like clickbait video of that doesn't require like the highest performance.
1: Could it happen? Yeah. So also, considering that talking to a camera is a mm-hmm. skill, and video editing and filming yeah, is yeah, a skill, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're, you're kind of okay. You're kind of thinking this differently than I was. trying
0: well, to think I, of Well, a okay, question.
1: you're thinking of like okay, if if there was a camera crew that mm. followed yeah, yeah. seven and editors that followed seven guys yeah. or parkour athletes around, yeah. and all all that had to happen was that like,
0: so, at least some of them had to maintain um enough health and ability to to be able to push like on a weekly basis yeah yeah it's like probably it's probably doable right because like i even think um like like right now jumps are are off the table for me like i i just have um i have jumpers knee and i've been kind of playing like the half in half out game with it for for too long and then that's just a hard habit to get out of and so like actually taking the time to address it is is a bit of a challenge um i know you yourself got some some little things here and there but it's like if you got a team you know Mm -hmm. you can still kind of keep this ball rolling and then the 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 uh the roles of the players on the team like shift around a bit and but like again like store is one of the only crews out there or like high-performing parkour athletes that you you get to hear about what's going on whereas i guess what i was like alluding to in in parkour is this kind of this weird thing where uh do you think (laughs) that most people uh hide hide their injuries like and when i say people i mean specifically ones that are frequent instagram posters and like clearly have like maybe some sponsors or things that rely on like their frequency, or it's very, very clear that it's important to them to, to have a high frequency, um, to get the views, to get the followers and stuff. Do you think there that's, do you think, do you think we have a lot of hidden injuries?
1: We definitely have a lot of hidden injuries, but I think there's a lot of nuance there because I think you could also be like, Oh, struggling with, with knee pain. You say that once in a story somewhere, On Instagram, Mm -hmm. and then, but you like still doing jumps. Is that I think, I think actually a lot of people lie to themselves. What do you mean? Myself included, of like, (laughs) this isn't an injury. I'm just gonna Mm -hmm, keep jumping mm -hmm, on mm it, mm -hmm. or this isn't, you know, it's not as bad as it is as it actually is. So I'm just gonna push through it. Um, It's like when Pablo was here, uh, I've mentioned something about, oh, I think I have like some tendonitis and he's like oh yeah yeah i i think i have tendonitis too you just jump anyway (laughs) yeah that's i mean i I had the same (laughs) just ignore it and pretend it's not a problem
0: yeah i had one of the same sessions with him and then eventually i had to press the stop button
1: yeah Uh, but 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 yeah i mean obviously there's varying degrees of like severity too mm -hmm. but um but yeah i think a lot of people do end up hiding their injuries but i also think that because of the nature of social media it's like Sometimes people are like, "Oh, I would have made the jump, but it uh, hurts," <laughs> you know. Like so, yeah. so it's like they're more, they're also willing to share it. But yeah, I mean, are there people out there hiding their injuries? For sure. I mean, Lin Young was talking about on the store podcast how she had b- broken both of her wrists on like a Ninja Warrior yeah, thing yeah. and was hiding it essentially, not posting mm. social media regarding because like she couldn't because of jobs or, or sponsors mm. or whatever so i mean that's an extreme example where her potentially her income was dictated by her not presenting injuries publicly yeah maybe um but but yeah i think i mean like if if you see me training mm-hmm. you're like this last year you're probably not going to know that i have like some knee pain going on
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but it's because like once i warm up it feels good and then yeah. like <laughs> then when i cool down it doesn't so um yeah but i think there's a lot of instances like that in parkour
0: yeah it's i don't know it's just like uh it's kind of what we were talking about earlier too with they're not, uh, be, you know, being games or anything to watch video of and stuff. There's not, there's like so much hidden <laughs> things I think just going on with, um, with parkour athletes, particularly athletes that perform at the high level, unless they're, unless they're really young, you know, mm-hmm. and they're not running into to issues as much. Uh, I, I don't know, I'm not sure like so much if it's like a problem as much as like, I'd like to, I, I think it just would be helpful to know Um, Because every now and then I'll talk to people and we'll just start talking about groups of athletes or groups of people they've trained with and like who's doing what and who's who's doing okay right now. And it just seems like there's actually like quite an overwhelming number of people that are that are actually like in pain or like out of out of parkour. And it's it's kind of unfortunate that uh, I, I guess it's not talked about or shared more because we could probably learn some things. If there was at least like a
1: some kind of consensus, I guess with it is what I'm trying to say. Well, I guess like what are you hoping to 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 know about like every single injury that everyone has from no, parkour? Like, not, I not, mean not seems really. like that seems like unreasonable, right? But yeah, yeah, not 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 really. And like how and how severe does the injury have to be for it to be like no, you know, for you to have knowledge about it? Yeah, right. It's like. I yeah, I well, dislocated even, my finger one time. Not not yeah, related I guess, to parkour. I still kind of feel a little bit. Yeah, I, I guess joint. to go
0: back on what I'm saying, um, it's also true for professional athletes and other sports to hide injuries. Right. So, yeah, I guess you don't get it in any sport really.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a stupid topic. <laughs> 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 I don't know what I'm talking well,
1: about. Well, it's an interest. Um, it's interesting because it's <laughs> like, do we know? Like, if everybody hides their injuries, mm-hmm. then we don't know the effects of parkour on our bodies long-term. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, there's been several high-profile parkour athletes who have essentially stopped doing parkour probably because of injury.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but we just don't ultimately know.
0: Yeah. I think one of the other things, too, is, like, uh, when you look at, Older practitioners, the ones that have been doing it for a while, like your Sebastian Foucans, who still kind of does some parkour. (laughs) Um, And, you know, people people aspire to it. They'll be like, oh, like, you know, like longevity, longevity, longevity. And we kind of had this talk before where it's like I I personally had to make like or I guess I still am like making peace with the fact that uh, I wasn't training for longevity Um, like I thought I was. For a long time, I thought just being fit, all, like being fit all the time because I've kind of like made that a part of my identity and maybe even taken some pride in the fact that I'm like, I don't know. you, you, there, There's not a period in the last like 20 years where you've been able to take a picture of me and been like, Renee looks out of shape. Look at that belly, you know? <laughs> like it's just, it's just I've always stayed in shape even if I was like on one leg and um, just never – never really thought like taking a break was necessary and now i'm kind of running into this point where it's like things like my knee where it's like i'll be like half in half out i'll always find ways to move and train around and maybe sometimes the solution was like oh man maybe i should have just taken a month you know and a month sounds like a long time and this is the kind of stuff i'm trying to tell like holden right now because he's 20 and he's got he's got jumper's knee And it doesn't seem to go away. And then like as soon as he has a good day, he's pushing it again. And it's like, man, like take take an extra week. Just, you know, you feel like going back, take an extra week because that is like a speck in the grand scheme of like the the next. Like you have you have 10 years plus that you could progress like him, him. He has he has 10 years he could progress in parkour like linear, I'm talking like linear, unless like something catastrophic were to happen to him. But you know, assuming that doesn't happen, he could have 10 years of like linear progression if it's just like he's, if someone like him were to take a week, two weeks, a month, three months at a time uh, when, when it's needed. Um, and, and like here I am trying to get through like a strength phase you know, we're just we're you know following periodization. We're in, we're in kind of the off season strength phase right now, but it's intense. You know, you're training strength, and it's and it's intense and super And intense. it's like I, I'm trying to I'm thinking I'm like, when is the have I ever gotten through a, a phase without having something? And it's probably no. Like I've probably never. <laughs> it is crazy. It's it's crazy. But but then I think about like again professional athletes who. Um, again, aren't training necessary to be healthy, they're training to perform, they're in the same boat. Like they'll they'll go through, they'll go through like training camps where it's like something happens in the training camp or in the, the training phase, and they, they have to a, a adjust and address it. So, so you can plan out, like I like the idea of planning out a year and having like, okay, cool, strength, more strength, less parkour, more power, less parkour and less strength, more parkour, less power less strength right it's kind of like those are the phases you could go through and but each phase is still intense there's mm-hmm. still intense like there's a strength phase is still crazy intense a power phase is still crazy like just just because you're not jumping on buildings doesn't mean it's not intense and yeah i, I struggle to think of a of a phase where i got to the end of it and peaked without like something happening and having to like tweak and go back um and i'm wondering if like. You know, I could have been in a different, I mean, I'll never know, but, but, you know, if I'll be in a, would be in a different situation now, if there were some times where it's like, maybe I just take an off phase, you know, maybe there's (laughs) like a, maybe there's a two months off phase where I just
1: watch tape. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, there you go.
1: Just watch, watch some tape just uh mm-hmm. just and then decompress. there's
0: a, but then there's like a you know the kind of like damned if you do damned if you don't think like there's just so much that can go into chronic injury that yeah it's just yeah, it's I hard mean, it's a it's yeah. it's not oh, an exact get, science you get
1: you get pain from doing too much you get pain from not doing anything you, get pain, you know like yeah. uh oh well, I if my
0: now, knees aren't gonna work anyways i may as well just get as much out of squeeze as much as i can out squeeze. of them right now you know juice
1: them yeah well, that's a weird way to think about it. Yeah. it
0: I just think, I don't know, right now I just feel like there's still some cool shit I can do and I just want to do it. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. there definitely is. There's yeah. so much cool stuff that I've uh, yeah, I mean, I started a new, did I tell you I started a new folder on my, my phone? Oh, with the the photo list. I have the photo photo list nice. coming together of nice. stuff that I'd like to do eventually or have other people do. That's like the Is modification not- <laughs> I've had in my head. Is like, oh, I'm just get other people to do
0: this too. Found this really, lo- really cool line that I could do, but also this other person I could do. yeah. Yeah, I'm having a bit of that too, where yeah, I have, I, I also I, I haven't, uh, haven't done as much compiling, I guess. Um, but I've been doing some scouting, and then there's some unfinished business as well. But yeah, some of it, I look at it and I'm like, there's, there's, there's been times, I guess coming up in parkour, particularly in Vancouver, where we don't have a massive parkour population, where, and I know you definitely feel this, where it's like, you're the guy of this style, mm. you know? Like, you're the, you got your dive holes, you got your ascents, like, you're de- like definitely, like, if there's, if there's something in those realms, uh, someone could either point something into you and be like, Tom, you, should, you could probably hit this. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I could hit it. Or, or like, you know, you find something, and you don't have anyone else in your mind that's like, oh, someone else could should be the one to do this mm-hmm. as well, um, and now, like, for me, because I don't I don't have any like glaring strengths. <laughs> 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 do you know what I mean? Like, uh, so uh, yeah, it's just like I, I think about guys like holden ollie nathan and i'm like man they can or even the guys that were up here on the weekend ari like uh um michael rodrigo. hill yeah rodrigo and stuff and like there's so many lines and challenges like oh this be super cool It'd be super fun um but also i can think of seven other dudes that could hit this like <laughs> and maybe maybe hit it better <laughs> unfortunately right now but um still not discouraged though still uh still want to be still want to be uh doing those cool, cool, cool challenges. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what is it? I don't say? know. I don't know what I was trying to say there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <Just> um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, the alliteration
0: is... Uh, yeah, it was tough. Annun- sorry, the enunciation is failing.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, there was alliteration of that. Yeah. Cool challenges. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Um yeah. I mean, maybe that's the... I mean, there is eventually going to be a transition where we're not doing cool stuff anymore. Eh, I don't know. At some point, there's going to be a transition where we're not able to do as cool of stuff anymore, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm definitely not jumping far anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we saw that from the, uh, from the jump testing video. Well, And
0: I saw that today as well. We got some phases to work ourselves yeah, through. But, did you? Did you, by the way, like because we, we were squatting today, we don't have to turn out talk numbers. But yeah. like, was that you were? I, I know you did. this, You were looking at your depth. There's something you weren't quite happy with your.
1: No, my depth was deeper than I would normally squat. Okay. And I think yeah. that's part of why I failed.
0: Okay, because we were supposed to be like RP nine, and you ended up being ten. <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. But are you? I, I felt like those were numbers that you were hitting like like a decade
1: ago. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean so it actually felt like Okay, so we n not talk about numbers because everybody's gonna compare themselves to my tiny legs. Uh I'm twelve pounds heavier than my first two times body weight squat Mm -hmm. that I did a decade ago.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Over a decade ago. So if I want to hit two times body weight squat again, I have to like, I, see. I have mm-hmm. to squat more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually think I could break my, or at least match my previous PR from like yeah. nine, eight, 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 eight years ago or so like that. Um, so I'm like, I'm, I think I'm, I can definitely match it. It's just the weather I can surpass that. Um, and I'm excited for it. Actually, my squat felt really good today and. I, I failed uh, the second rep of my work weight. Mm. Um, but,
0: but we haven't been doing a lot of jumping. Know. We haven't been doing it like we've... That's like, like I programmed uh, it so that, you know, we, we're doing jumps with, jumps and sprinting stuff with the workouts, but the volume is like really low. Really low yeah. So it's just like making sure the stimulus is still there. So I think, I think what you were alluding to earlier is like your, your jump isn't increasing as much as like your strength is at the moment.
1: Oh, but it's also just drastically decreased from where I was yeah. at, like, yeah. You
0: know, yeah, six years ago. Anyway, <laughs> we still got a power phase that hopefully our bodies will
1: will be able to <laughs> we'll handle. Able to are it. we going to take a deload week uh, yeah, yeah, at some yeah. point?
0: Yeah. yeah, is next uh, week a deload? I just didn't want to tell the guys because next week I wanted to make sure they show up next week. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Still, so I still, still got a routine. We still got a routine, got a routine but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm also trying to ski, too. So, like, Mm -hmm. skiing and and on, like, tired legs is really hard. Yeah. But um, it's been been good. Um, Yeah. Also, like, that's been a nice, relieving part of my movement practice. Like, just trying Mm -hmm. something different and new. Mm -hmm. Um, And seeing a lot of progress on it, too. Yeah
0: yeah I kind of felt that way with uh, with swimming although it's mm.
1: <laughs> totally different totally different but, but still would, it's the same yeah. it's parkour swimming is parkour yeah
0: it is parkour yeah if you're not swimming are you even
1: can you get from a to b are you even if there's able? a pool in the middle <laughs> <laughs> or a body of water you yeah. know yeah then yeah. you don't yeah you can't do you can't yeah. do parkour um <laughs> yeah. yeah Uh so, did we want to talk about anything else? I think that is uh, that's probably good for today. We have you know? Belgium coming up.
0: We do. Oh, that is a good one. We should mention because that is whew, like less than a month away. Less than a month away is the event. We'll be there, and we'll be Panic. there in less than a month. But the event, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm kind of cool with it.
1: Oh know. yeah, I'm. I'm excited about it. Um, it's looking. It's. I think it's going to turn out to be a great event. It's just there's a lot of stress around creating a good event. I guess, and I'm not feeling it yet, and that's what I'm. I think that's the panic I'm having. I'm stressed
0: with like the trip in general. Like I just booked my return flight, and so I'm staying out in that part of the world till till March 10th. So uh, the plan is to go. Like we're going to Belgium. I know you're you're staying there for a bit afterwards as well, Um, and then I don't know how long I'm gonna be there for but i need to make a stop off in in paris to see a friend hopefully see some parkour people too and then um and then make my way over to yeah uk to 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 brighton hopefully um so hopefully see some familiar faces and have some good times but i guess what's like stressing me out right now about it is um well one like i'd like to be able to jump (laughs) when i'm over there and so like i was just having a conversation um uh with physiotherapist today like just about kind of like my game plan and it's like okay cool like i um part of the reason i brought up like your um asking you about like your strength and stuff too is i actually feel like I've, I've peaked in strength again right now which is which is really cool like i'm I definitely actually,
1: feeling strong yeah
0: i hit i, I hit a pr today oh like sick for the like the box squats um for box squats but like i have i have a previous box squat pr so it's not like i'm um you know if someone were to do squats and then hit a higher number on a box squat it's like it's not it's not a pr until like you've you know really maxed it out that that move um or like a left but like yeah it's kind of kind of crazy so so yeah like i'm peaking strength right now which means i you know i should give myself a bit more of a break and really try to try to get healthy and try to like Mm. uh, um, address some knee pain so um yeah got less than a month coming up before the trip I feel like it's enough time to get dialed in, to get healthy. Oh yeah. And then and then reload and then hopefully be able to hit some jumps while I'm out there. Um but that has been that has been stressing me out. that was actually like stressing me out so much about like planning the trip and everything was just how my how I was physically feeling. Um yeah, like I don't want to it's I didn't want to use the word like depressing, but like that's that's kind of kind of how it's been. It's just trying to think about trying to think ahead and plan stuff and like when you're not when when parkour is such a big part of your travel you know like being able to to do it i think trying to make those future plans or just just even like planning the rest of the year so, being dependent on my body is like it's yeah it, uh, it it's it kind of makes for sad times when you're when you're just not feeling great
1: so question for you since yeah. you're going to be in that part of the world, is mm-hmm. there any parkour tourism you want to do? You want to engage in? Assume, let's assume you're healthy.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, and that's that's the hard thing too. Is like um, last time I was in that part of the world was 2014, um, so it's been it's been quite a
1: while, almost a decade.
0: And yeah, like I remember I spent like a day or two in in London uh, in 2014, and you know went to the the MX One, MX Two didn't do anything at either of them it's kind of looked and i was like oh this is how big it is okay cool um this is how big the running Priya imax one is okay nice all right sweet but i just don't i i know what i can get out of myself in places and i don't i'm not as attracted to going to landmarks and trying to do things that were done anymore Mm -hmm. particularly because like the levels just got insane oh yeah so it's like i'm not gonna you know, like if you were to hit it to, to hit like the running Priya IMAX one, for example, which I haven't done. And I pro and I, I don't think I would do on this trip anyways, because um, I think that's like a maybe a 13 footer, 12 footer, maybe. Um, but to do stuff like that, it's like, OK, that, you know, puts you in with one in hundreds yeah you know? whereas like back in the day maybe even back in 2014 you would feel like oh i'm like one in less than 100 yeah <laughs> you know? and now like there's just been so many crazier things that have been done at some of these landmark spots that i don't even want to i don't know i just want to i just want to move on train you mm-hmm. know if i see something cool i want to be able to to do it um i want to be able to push myself
1: Yeah, I I kind I mean I'm I'm probably not gonna be in Brighton at all Hmm. during this trip, but I kinda wanna do the uh, the wall run.
0: Oh, the suicide wall run.
1: Yeah, because I stopped there in 2018. The idea of that terrifies me. (laughs)
0: Because 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 of what you said, because you went and I remember
1: the closest
0: sort of feeling I had to that was like Tampa Stride. Because we we went yeah. and I, it like pissed, it pissed, pissed me off, man. Um, and I remember I, I trained running pre's, like I was talking about this the other day, like how much time I put into running pre's in the last maybe like five years, even like through injuries and stuff, just, just realizing it was a glaring weakness, like yeah. mentally to commit. Because I remember going to the Tampa Stride that you can prep it right next to it. And I remember just, Hitting it and hitting it and yeah. hitting the prep and hitting the prep and just flawlessly and then going off. Okay, I'm gonna try it and just knowing like, oh no, I'm just not committing. I actually um, felt
1: like when I'd actually committed to the timber tr- stride, yeah. I felt like it was easier than doing the prep next to it. Like the ground mm-hmm. level prep next to it feels like more effort than when you're actually doing. I it. could see
0: that. Yeah, um, gaps are different than floor sometimes. Yeah. When, by the way, when was that that we went together? Was that, that 15,
1: 2015,
0: maybe? was... Oh, no, 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 wait. It was, it was post-Achilles rupture for
1: me. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I remember things now. Yeah. Your life is separated was, in, <laughs> in terms of...
0: <laughs> Devastating injury, yeah. and then life before and I after. have no recollection. Um, it, it I'm going to say... It 2016 or 2017. I'm going to say 17, because I'm going to say I was... I was healthy enough to hit it and then part of the things was like I just hadn't been able to hit things like that um Mm -hmm. and then yeah I just came back to Vancouver on a mission to get better at running trains after that that. yeah
1: I so so yeah and then I didn't actually do it that that year Mm -hmm. I went back like the next year like maybe six months later or something like that when I was visiting my family
0: yeah but I was so jealous
1: (laughs) Got it done. Yeah. Checked it off. Don't ever have to do it again.
0: Um, (laughs) but but the the suicide wall run.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, So I went there, so I actually I literally popped up on my phone the other day mm as a picture of that I took of the suicide wall run.
0: Yeah.
1: With like Callum in in the in the picture. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, oh yeah, I remember that day. I was like, I did some stuff there, but prepping it. Mm-hmm. It was like, I measured it out. It's like, oh, this is really easy. It's like mm-hmm. not particularly hard. You do three steps on the wall. You can, mm-hmm. I can clear the rail because I would rather go at it mm-hmm. from the right side, which is. Well, the
0: did, didn't store have like a video, um, like before the big wall, I think they had a couple with mm-hmm. the wall. Yeah. And they were like, some of them hadn't done it yet, I yeah. think. And they were prepping it with like a stick. Into the wall and stuff like
1: that. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not like physically, it's not super hard. If you know how to do tic tacs, it's really easy. Just lean away from the wall. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you take it over the gap, it's like ooh, yeah. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like if I if somebody else was there prepping it with me, then I might have eventually got into it. Mm -hmm. But it was just literally me and like like Callum just like standing there watching me, like just hanging out with me. And I was just like, okay, this is not gonna happen today so i did something else Did some other like i did the ascent
0: well this is like an expectation thing too and it's like such a yeah it's such an unknown expectation to have a landmark challenge and depending on how good you are you know like i could see uh i could see holden going to brighton and having no issue Mm -hmm. like doing it you know because he 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 rises to challenge he he really puts a lot of pressure on himself to do it. Whereas I would start telling myself the story of like, if I didn't like it, I'd be like, I don't need to do it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I would just to just, just take away the pressure. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it'd be tough, be tough for me to go to any landmarks with the intention of, I'm gonna hit it. If it was my first time going there and I didn't do any, like everything I've ever achieved in parkour that I've seen as difficult has come with tons of prep. Mm-hmm. tons of prep and and some of it has been and just thinking about the, the suicide wall run this is a similar example is is there's been athletes that have talked about it like even like tim champion said that it was something that he thought was scary and then like he went there one day for a session that just did it like he let it stew for a bit and then do it and then did it uh, and I, I see it as like you see like some of the different challenges in different ways. It's been approached, it, it seems to be one of those things where I, I imagine after you've done just run across the gap, that those other things start to get unlocked
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot easier um, once you realize that it was oh it was just like kind of like a mental thing oh, to yeah. get over. And and I felt that way about other other things like in Vancouver that were you know hard for me at one point. And then as soon as the mental part is unlocked, it's like, oh, this is, like, a challenge. I can walk up to this spot any time and do this, and yeah. it's not going to be an issue.
1: Yeah, so, like, just thinking about the, the big wall, it's like, yeah, if I just had slid down it a few times, you know, that mm-hmm. would be probably just, like, a good feeling for, like, prepping the mental ability. is like, if something were to go wrong, I could slide down this. It's okay, so... Yeah. Um,
0: there's also other like seemingly like cool stuff at that spot like ascent and descent type things yeah. that, that people have done yeah so, i mean
1: i did like the ascent yeah. up to that level i didn't go because there's like added conduit now yeah like piping that's on the wall that wasn't there when i was there
0: yeah. and then
1: store has added like these new like holds mm-hmm. and things so there's a lot there's there's, there wasn't a lot to do there before but there's definitely more now yeah so you're asking about
0: parkour tourism and i guess as soon as you asked that i thought about like challenges and oh, so you yeah. know there's no yeah. challenges there's maybe spots but i also just uh, as we say you can do parkour everywhere you know Yeah. like you and i especially like we're not we're not the type to be like Oh, take me to this exact spot, or take me to this exact thing. You know, it's just kind of like I will, if I end up training with people, I will go wherever we're going, and and it's going to be fresh spots, yeah, which is always the best, yeah. like sp- things you've never been to before, and so I'm sure I'll be able to
1: find some some cool challenges. Yeah. You should uh, you should go to Mochi Mochi. What is that? It's a spot in Brighton. You'll know um. it. Just ask ask a local. Where's okay. Mochi Mochi at? They'll take you there, and you'll be like, "Oh, I know this spot." <laughs> like
0: from okay. videos, on that?
1: <laughs> yeah. But I just won't, see, I, I wouldn't know that it was it. called that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that when I was there, somebody was like, "Oh yeah, you should take Tom to Mochi Mochi," and I was like, "What the hell?" Is that? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have.
0: Uh, uh, what's the? I actually don't know why it's. What's Mochi the best Mochi. name spot we have in Vancouver? the uh, best also also if you're still name. listening right now how long we've we been going for by the way for a today? while I, don't know. I didn't i didn't know how, you have a phone today i don't um
1: but an hour and 12 minutes yeah
0: leave us uh leave us uh, if you're if you're uh, still with us leave us a comment where you're from uh the best parkour spot name and that's all i want in the comment i don't want i, I don't want any context or anything i just want the name of a spot and you can def- you can you can decide what makes it the best spot name you have. It could be that it's like a cool name, that it's something like Mochi Mochi, which just doesn't even sound like a parkour spot. just um, so whatever it is, just leave me some parkour spot names in the comments. Please. I will read them, I promise.
1: Um I'm really struggling to think of anything cool. Yeah, I know we suck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just kind of like named out Coal right, Harbor. I'm just yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> let's go through
1: Coal <laughs> Harbor. Tic-Tac Alley,
0: yeah,
1: which it's not really a Tic-Tac Alley. It's also, really that, alley. that spot's kind of... It's gone now? Uh, we'll see. Uh, George Wayne Byrne. <laughs> Yeah. David Lamb.
0: Yeah, these are all those names out of the places. Andy Livingston. Andy Native Livingston. Oh, Leg and Boot.
1: Oh, that is the coolest one Aaron. leg and boot, leg and boot leg especially and boot. because of the story the yes. context that you don't want other people to say
0: yeah
1: the context is what
0: matters here. yeah and that's uh i actually it was funny because i went there with uh with rory on friday um and he said that he'd, he'd actually been to some of the but he hadn't been to some of the areas of it because that's actually a really good neighborhood um mm. and he was he was like so why why do you guys call it leg and boot and i pointed at the sign <laughs>
1: Leg and, and Boot then, Square,
0: and then he, he yeah, he, he didn't realize that it was a very morbid thing. That...
1: yeah, well, so so the story I can't remember exactly. It's like the story for leg and boot. A, a leg in a boot washed up ashore there. Yes, and then they hung it in the square. I so I don't know to th- try to find who it belonged <laughs> to. I'm pretty sure that's yeah, yeah, the, yeah. that's the story. Yeah, which is weird. And that's still so, the name. Yeah, Leg and Boot Square. So, um, definitely the best name of any parkour spot that we have.
0: Yeah, and one of the and in terms of like spots, like that's a good it's a good neighborhood. Like you can you can have a whole sesh around there.
1: It's also right on the seawall, so you mm-hmm. can like easily get to other spots too. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a really good spot. It's pretty close to my house too. Yeah. All
0: right, cool. we got one. I'm sure there's better ones out there.
1: But, like, the other ones I think of is, like, oh, UBC, or, like, yeah, then, like the various I mean. spots at UBC, which yeah. are just, like, the fine arts building. Yeah, or, like, we got to
0: get more creative. The dentistry. You yeah. want
1: to go to dentistry? Um, yeah, it's
0: so why I hate it, like, because uh, you have, like, Ironworks, and I like the oh, name Ironworks. Name. Like, I think, because well, it says, like, freaking Ironworks and big letters there, and everyone won. Originally, like, a lot of Rail people. Heaven. Yeah, they're tr- called Rail City, and I'm like, that's so lame, guys. Like, if other parkour people are going to come here, and you call this Rail City, they're going to think we're so lame. <laughs> and, then, and then what happened is other parkour people come here and they call it Blue Rails. I'm just like, ah, oh.
1: That's worse. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, Blue like, Rails. I mean, it's no, descriptive. It's
0: Did you know that um, IMAX 1 was originally called Orange Walls?
1: And then they painted the walls. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't name your spots after colors. Yeah. Because the city can come along and paint those things. It's
1: true. Orange Walls. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this video, leave us a like before you go. Leave us a comment below. Tell us yeah. what your favorite spot or your favorite spot name. Best
0: best, par, best name. Best That's name. Favorite parkour spot name in your town.
1: Yeah. And uh, tune in next week where we get ChatGPT to tell us what to talk about. We uh, also I, don't, do like a, I don't know. If we can also do
0: that. an AMA. We'll think of something. We'll be here. We did it today. Okay. We got through. Okay. Yeah. All right.